Hey, this is Jason Kokenzie with Building Wealth Now. Glad that you joined us. If you're wondering why I didn't record one earlier this week, well, that's typically because I have one on Tuesdays, and this week happened to be Christmas 2018, and so thank you for those of you who asked and were concerned as far as why I wasn't there, but uh, glad that you're here, glad that you're listening. Thank you for all my subscribers. I appreciate you. Thank you for all those who are joining me as far as guests for today. Obviously, I appreciate you as well. Guys, my job, my goal, my hope, I shouldn't say it's my job because it's not my job, but my goal is to help you think differently about life and finances. My goal is to help you change your life, change your direction, help you to get motivated in life to uh, really (laughs) be financially free. A lot of people have asked me and uh, how I do it. I have the ability to retire at the age of 33 years old. And it is all centered around this concept of thirty of, of residual income. And I have owned several companies. And, you know, I have a lot of people all the time ask me. Just yesterday I had somebody who talked to me about this. But I have people all the time ask me, well, what do you look for in a business? And... You know, there's there's several key criterias that I look for in a business. Now, there are other good business opportunities out there. Okay, and I want to make sure that everyone understands that. But I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for. I'm looking to have a business where it is as stress-free to me as possible. And obviously, the easiest way for me to make money as possible. And those are obviously super key criteria. I don't want to have to be doing this the rest of my life so that I can retire later on when I'm 65, 70 years old. So please understand, every single business that is started starts off with a linear income. But if you do it right, if you look for the system, you can make it residual income. Can all businesses make residual income? The answer is no. The answer is no. Are all businesses good businesses to make residual income? No, not going to happen. And I'll be honest with you, even some businesses that profess that they give residual income may not necessarily really be set up to give residual income. And and I promise you, I get, I get uh, information uh, from people asking all the time. And by all the time, I legitimately mean all the time. What about this business? What about that business? What about this business? What about that business? And I I basically get people who are asking me all the time, well, what do you think about this business model? Do you think this is a good business model to make residual income, et cetera, et cetera? And and I'm just going to be very honest with them. And I say, nope, I I think you can. But I think it's going to be incredibly hard to maintain that because one of the other criteria I'm looking for is, can I make this not only residual, but can I make this potentially generational? Now, again, there is no, guys, if I'm honest, there's absolutely no guarantees of anything. Uh, that's why having multiple income streams is such an important thing that we we, we want to make sure, right? We want to make sure that we are having the opportunity of a lifetime to have long-term generational growth. So can I count on just one business? No, I can't. That's why I have multiple businesses, multiple sources, uh, multiple securities to make sure that if one business goes away, there's other ones backing it up. Now, there is nothing bulletproof. 
There's no bulletproof business. Just ask Sears. Ask Toys R Us. Ask um, <laughs> Mattress Firm. Ask all those big boys, Blockbuster Video, Circuit City. Ask all the big boys in the industries that are no longer to be found. I was just telling some people yesterday the statistic about Toys R Us. Guys, Toys R Us, I want you to hear this. Toys R Us owned, they don't own anymore, but they owned, past tense, 85% of the toy sales market. Let me say that again, because maybe you didn't get what I just said. Toys R Us, the mammoth toy store, was responsible for 85% of all toy sales globally. And now there's just a bunch of Toys R Us stores that are empty, with empty parking lots, and the toys are being distributed mostly now through online venues such as Amazon. Who would have ever thought would have an 85% hold on the toy market that Toys R Us would have ever gone away? So make sure and understand that there is no guarantee that anything that we do is bulletproof. Does not exist. Does not exist. So this is what I want to say. The criteria I look for is simple. But a lot of times people don't want to hear it. Guys, if you bring your emotions into a decision on business, I'm going to tell you something. You're probably not going to get into a good business opportunity. If you bring emotions into a business decision, you're probably not going to make a good decision. See, a lot of people, and I, I believe there's some people who disagree with me on this philosophy, but I'm going to tell you why I don't. I don't buy into the philosophy that you should jump into a business you're passionate about. And the reason why is because your emotions are going to dictate the way that that business goes. If you jump into a business based upon an opportunity, not an emotion, I believe you'll do much greater in that. I see opportunity. I don't allow my emotion. There are things, businesses that I have that I'll be very honest with you. I could care less about what it is. But, but, <laughs> but... I saw the opportunity of what it could be, and so because of what it could be, I jumped down the opportunity. In fact, one of the opportunities when I first saw it, I absolutely hated with a passion what it was. I hated with a passion what it was, but I saw the opportunity, and so I jumped in. So people will say, well, I think you need to jump into a business that you love to do or that you're passionate about or whatever. Well, then the problem is that you're going to have in five or six months from now when your business isn't doing well because it's still new, you're going to let emotions dictate the way that that business is run. So I look at businesses not from an emotional standpoint, but a potential standpoint. In other words, where is this business going to go? Does it have to have long-term potential? Does it have generational potential? Is this something that I can really make a system out of and build residual income? Now, there are other key indicators. Guys, a couple of things. And here, 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 is the, here is the recipe, if you will. Number one, I look for residual income. I want to make sure residual income can happen. So I want to make sure not only residual income can happen, but I want to make sure there's a good portion of residual income that can happen. 
Because obviously I want to make this a generational business. Second of all, I want to make sure it is able to be in a system or already potentially has a system in play. In other words, what I mean by a system is something residual income is based upon. I want something that eventually it's a plug and play system that once I do it and get the foundation laid, it continues to grow and continues to grow and continues to grow and continues to grow. It's not something that I want to come back every week and do more stuff and do more stuff and do more stuff and do more stuff. You get where I'm coming from. So I wanted to have a system. I wanted to have residual income. I wanted to have good timing. Many of you have heard location, location, location. And I've talked about this before with you guys. If you've been listening to my podcast for X number of whatever, uh, location, location, location is not as important as timing, timing, timing. Timing is more important than location. Ask anybody who sells a home. If they've sold multiple homes, sometimes location is the worst thing that can happen today. But in the next five months, it could be the best thing that happens. Timing is more important than location. May I say that again? Timing is more important than location. So I want to find a business that has a very low saturation rate to it. Not necessarily ground floor, although ground floor is definitely something to catch my attention. If it truly is ground floor. Doesn't have to be ground floor, but I want it to be fairly close to good timing where the saturation of whatever it is that the business is about has not been saturated. All right. The next thing is I want a product that's unique. In other words, I don't want to have to compete with Amazon or Walmart. I don't want people to be able to get something similar uh, to what I have if they just drive their car 15 minutes away to Walmart. I don't want to have to deal with that. Don't have to deal with that. So, hey, listen, if you're right now looking at a business, I want, I want you to take these ingredients that I'm giving you right now and ask yourself the question, does this line up? Does this line up? Okay. Does this line up? Are there other products on the market that are similar? Is my competition really Amazon and Walmart? Or am I a solo act when it comes to this type of product? Or very low saturated act when it comes to this product? You see where I'm coming from, right? You understand what I'm doing. You understand what I'm saying. So guys, product, I want it to be unique. If it's category creating, even better. In other words, it's create its own category. But as I've said over and over and over and over and over, look, I don't care what business it is. The biggest reason why people fail in business is because of a lack of mentorship. Hence why I started the, our Facebook group community at themasterace.com. Themasterace.com. It's in the notes as well. Because people need mentors. They need to know what to look for. They need to know how to look for it, if it's something worthwhile, because you know what? I'm brutally honest with people. When people ask me the question, is this a good business? And I'll say, here's the reasons why I don't think it's a good business. If it's something that easily is mimicked, if the timing is bad, if it's saturated, if it's something they're going to have to work their tail off in order to make residual income, I try to encourage them to avoid it. Not everybody does. Not everybody listens to me. And you know what? That's okay. I'm not here to uh, browbeat everybody to make sure that they listen to me or anything like that. If they don't agree with me, fine. But what ends up happening a lot of times is people look at me and say, okay, that didn't work out. 
And, and, and I'll be honest, the other aspect of reason why people, it doesn't work out for them, sometimes the business is awesome. Sometimes it's great, but here's the problem. Are you ready? This might be a, a, a toe-stepping moment. And it's because they just don't do the work. They just don't do the work. And no, my businesses were not just naturally easy for me. No, none of that's true. What happened is that I just did the work. So that's what I look for. When I look for the business, I look for a product that nobody else has. Saturation is low. Residual income is potentially very high. A system in place. How can I make this work? So, hey guys, if you like what you heard, like, subscribe, share. If you want help, hey, go to our Facebook community called TheMasterAce.com. And find me on there. Would love to help you out. I mean that. I get people almost every single day, if not every single day, asking me from that group, hey, what do you think about this? How can I do this better? All that kind of good stuff. I'm here to help. I'm not here to throw you with a sales pitch. I give you loads and loads of information here that hopefully has changed your life. And I uh, appreciate all of you. If you're a guest today, hey, I thank you as well for showing up. Appreciate that. I hope that you do subscribe. And uh, we're only trying to make this podcast better for you, more valuable content. And so hopefully this was a help. Go to themasterace.com. Check out our awesome Facebook group community. Uh, If not, subscribe to this podcast, and I would appreciate that great. I hope you have a great day. We're at the end of 2018, which means I hope that your 2019 is the best year yet. Have a great day.